0: In today's Southampton Women's Programme for the FA Cup fixture against Manchester United, we have a feature interview with Sophia Farrow, a word from your manager, Marianne Spacey-Kale, and of course, a look over the FA Cup run so far. Welcome to the Silver Lake Stadium, ahead of our tie against Manchester United in the fifth round of the Adobe Women's FA Cup. Today is a game that's nice for us to have. It's a free hit for us against one of the leading sides in the Women's Super League and another chance to show the levels of performance that we are capable of. We know we will be lining up against some of the world's top players and some England internationals, but we will back our own quality with less pressure on our shoulders to get a result. We matched Arsenal this season, and now we hope to be able to do it again. It's important for us to have these opportunities Some of our players have top flight experience already, but some have been with us on the journey from the lower divisions and can benefit hugely from a taste of the demands that will be placed on them if we realise our goal of promotion. Our FA Cup run so far has taken us past both Portsmouth and Sunderland, and we had to battle for both results, as you often do if you want to progress far into a competition like this. Our derby day win over Portsmouth produced a lively atmosphere at Wesley Park, but our experience and ability to grind and win helped us that day against the side who are having a superb season in the National League. We put together a good team performance at Sunderland in the previous round and came away having earned a clean sheet and having scored two very good goals. We knew our quality on the ball would come to the fore once again, if we fought hard to nullify Sunderland's threat. It was a frustrating game for us against Crystal Palace last weekend. They played well in the first half and we allowed them to play well. They then dropped off after half-time and we changed shape. We spoke in the dressing room about how, as a group of staff, we've got to be brave to make decisions a little bit earlier. In the second half, after that change of shape, we got more momentum in the game and looked the more likely to score towards the end of the 90 minutes. There were certainly lessons to be learned for us all on the day. In our position, the only thing we can do is focus on our own game to make sure that we do our part We can't afford to look at what the teams around us are doing, so we will have to make sure that we are prepared and ready for the fight when we travel to Birmingham City in a week's time. We aren't at our St Mary's home stadium today, but with the sold-out crowd at Eastleigh behind us all the way, we hope to get a memorable result for you today. As always, bring the noise from the stands and we will bring the entertainment on the pitch. We march on. The FA Cup run so far for Southampton has seen them progress to the fifth round after battling victories over Portsmouth and Sunderland. A third round derby against Pompey in early December saw Saints up against the current leaders of the National League and a 2-1 win was secured courtesy of an own goal and a 72nd minute winner from Gemma Purfield. Saints took the lead in the 16th minute when Ella Morris broke down the right and sent a dangerous cross into the area. It needed dealing with by the Portsmouth defence, but unfortunately for the house, the attempted headed clearance flew into the far corner of the net, meaning the Saints fans behind the goal had something early to celebrate. It was almost 2-0 when Page Peake arrowed a pass towards the back post area and found Lexie Lloyd-Smith, and the latter controlled well and jinked past the challenge, but could not squeeze the ball past home goalkeeper Hannah Houghton. Despite the positive first half for Saints, Portsmouth got themselves level shortly before half-time when Emma Jones made a set-piece delivery and headed inside the near post. Saints continued to push for their win in the second half after both Emily Craft and Sophia Farrow had seen their efforts hit the woodwork. They duly got their rewards. The winning goal was created and scored by the 2 fullbacks on the day as Ellen Morris looked up and produced another telling cross from the right and Gemma Purfield, with a run from her markers in the area, met the ball with a bullet header that flew into the bottom corner. The fourth round trip to Barclays Women's Championship rival Sunderland then awaited Saints as their first fixture after the Christmas break but a 2-0 win was secured thanks to a second half brace from Katie Wilkinson. Saints, and more specifically goalkeeper Beth Howard, had to be alert early on to stop Sunderland from taking the lead. Howard parried the first shot of the game in the third minute, and then they got a strong hand on a set-piece delivery into the box to keep the scores level. At the other end, Saints forward Molly Pike was causing the host problems. Her first effort of the game saw her curl with a left-footed shot narrowly over the bar. She was then denied by home goalkeeper Claudia Moon after being played through on goal by Megan Collette on the first half hour mark. After a tight first half, Saints soon broke the deadlock in the second period. Megan Collette was provider once again after pushing forward from fullback, and her measured ball into the penalty area was expertly finished by Katie Wilkinson from close range. Sunderland went close to equalising when Liz Azupi's shot rolled agonisingly past the post but Saints managed to wrap up their win with two minutes remaining, and it was Katie Wilkinson once again who produced a telling finish to a smart move. Good combination play down the right side saw Lucia Kendall playing to a crossing position after pushing forward, and her ball to the front post area was headed home by a stooping Wilkinson, who was quick to go and thank Kendall for the assist. After her introduction to the Women's Championship was disrupted by injury last season, Southampton's Sophia Faro has settled into life in the second tier to become a key part of this team's season. She took her goals tally for the 23-24 campaign to six with a spectacular double in Saints' recent 3 a win over Watford at St Mary's and her ability to provide in these moments, coupled with an ability to weigh in with an important assist or key pass, make her a threat to teams that she faces. Saints hit their stride as they returned to action in League and Cup in January and Faro was rewarded for a fine month personally. Her brace against Watford and set-up for the winner at Sheffield United have earned her nominations for Goal of the Month and Player of the Month in the Barclays Women's Championship. Manchester United and the Adobe Women's FA Cup are up next for Faro and her teammates, and as someone who has been with a club for much of the journey up the leagues, there would be a hunger to take an opportunity to impress against another important challenge from the Women's Super League. We spoke to the 23-year-old as she prepared to face United this week. We have more than half a season behind us now, How have things, from your point, been up to this point? Yes, it's been good. Since the start of the year, I've managed to start a few games and I've come out with them for a few goals too, which I'm really happy with. With the team performances too, it's been really good. January was a good month for the team, with three wins from four games and you were heavily involved in those fixtures. How important was it to start 2024 in good form like that? It was massively important to start that just to kickstart the year with positive results. This side of the season is the business side. Every game matters and we want to win every game we play. Last weekend, it wasn't meant to be, but we just have to pick ourselves up and we have to go again. We've been very happy with the games that we have won. Last month was also great for you personally, with two goals and an assist in the Barclays Women's Championship, and you were nominated for both Goal of the Month and Player of the Month. We know you're a very team-orientated player, but you must have been pleased with that. Yes, obviously, I am very happy with that. It's been a bit up and down for me being in and out of the team this season, but I'm just pleased to be able to get back into the starting lineup and show what I can do. With the goals and the assists, it helps the team, and that's all that matters to me because I'm all about the team. The individual goals aren't that important, but if they're going to help, then that's great for me. For you, as the individual scorer of those goals against Watford, moments like that need to split the second decisions and good confidence to pull them off. What were those goals like through your eyes? For the first, normally I run across the front post just as a striker trying to get in front of the first defender, just in case the cross does come in short. I don't know why, but I thought this time I'm going to peel off instead. I wanted to hit it into that far corner knowing that it was free and just placed it there. There was a decision between going with my laces and the inside of my foot, but I made the right decision there because I would have probably skied that with my laces. With the second goal, I probably wouldn't have done that much without scoring the first, but with the confidence after already scoring, I thought I would just go for it. I saw that the keeper was off a line and the defender had the pace to catch up with me, so I took it early and thankfully it paid off. Your goals against Watford were both spectacular strikes and saw you finish. Good assists from Gemma Purfield and Katie Wilkinson. It must be satisfying to be able to execute moments like that in a game when you work hard in training to produce them. Yes, definitely. The chemistry is there between the players. We know where we will find each other on the pitch and what everyone's strengths are and we try to play to them. That continues to build on each game we play with each other and the consistency that brings. When your team is playing well together and you're scoring goals, this is what you love about playing football. It feels like there's also some really strong connection building between the players and the attack that we've seen with some of the goals scored recently. Is that something that you feel as part of the group? Yes, as I've said, the builds on each game we play together, being able to provide a good pass or assist, also shows a good understanding of football as a game because you know the bodies are going to be arriving. The perfection of the cross or the assist is something that makes the goal look good. How much are you looking forward to facing Manchester United, given that it is another chance for you to show the levels of performance you are capable as of a team? There is no pressure on anyone and we can just go out there and enjoy with freedom. We want to test ourselves to see where we are at and the difference between the levels. Obviously, there are an established in a good side that are pushing in the top four of the Super League. It will be a tough game, but it's a free hit and we want to go out there and just embrace the experience of playing against one of the top teams. With one eye on the future, how important is it for the players like yourself to have a taste of games like this against women's Super League opposition? It it is good for me to see where I'm at, how far I've come, how far I've still got to go. It's not just the football side, but also the mentality, how they work as a team, how physical that they are. It will be important for me and the team to see if we can go to them and compete at that same level that they play at. The game will be played at a sold-out Silver Lake Stadium, but is there a slight disappointment that we aren't able to play at St Mary's given the occasion that we saw earlier on this season against Arsenal? There are positives and negatives to it. We're used to playing at St Mary's and every opportunity we want to play in that stadium, especially if you can get as many fans as you can in there against a team like United. Having said that, It'll be a test for United themselves coming to Eastleigh because it'll be a different ground to what they're used to and surroundings that they aren't used to week in, week out. The crowd is close and the changing rooms will be different and they won't be used to that. We go into the game like any other, just wanting to perform wherever we are playing. We have played at Eastleigh before and we have trained there. We're ready for the challenge and it will still be a great experience.